0: Welcome to the How to Be a Minimalist podcast. My name is Katie and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoy it. And don't forget to check the details of this podcast episode so that you can find the links to the things that we're talking about. This is episode number 122, How to Be More Resilient as a Minimalist. Hey there, minimalists. So, Josiah, what do you think the chance is that it's actually going to snow tonight?
1: Zero. Zero. It, you know I gave it zero.
0: So, we've had beautiful sunny weather... Uh, off and on mixed with hail and craziness and it got really cold the last couple of days it's supposed to snow tonight but we'll see
1: it's so crazy it's not uh, it's mid-april
0: i know i know it's crazy we usually do not get snow this late like i think the latest it's normal to get snow around here is february right like not april the middle of april it's wild all right so we've got some new youtube videos up if you want to check out i think i was talking about my little self-care picnic. Last week, I, uh, I have some footage in the last video about that. I'll try to remember to post that down in the details of the podcast episode. You can see where I went. It was, it was beautiful along the river. And then also I was telling you all about some macrame hanging baskets that I've made. So the video before that has those hanging baskets. So if you're curious about how those things turned out, you can check that out. And yeah, I would definitely appreciate it. Don't forget to give a thumbs up and subscribe if you are so inclined. For my personal update, I had a goal this year to garden all year long, and I have been following the old farmer's almanac, which is amazing. It actually said the greatest chances of snow around our region was April 9th through the 12th, I believe. And it is spot on. It has been spot on with everything. So I have been. It's
1: like magic.
0: It is. I don't know what it is. Like, how do they know this stuff? So I've been planting all my little seeds and I've had the best germination rates I've ever had. That is going well as far as my gardening goal goes. And then for my goal to be more frugal, I needed an orange for a recipe recently. So I made sure I bought... An organic orange. I can't always buy organic produce. In fact, most of our produce is not organic because it is not within the budget. But I did grab one. I used the inside for the recipe and then I used the peel to make an extract. You don't really want non-organic produce when you're making extracts. But I had some vodka on hand and I started some orange extract and I was pretty pleased with that. Nothing went to waste. So was You're really cool.
1: going places play with those extracts that you're making.
0: They're so good and they're they're fun. It's fun to try it out. Like they work and they're pretty so well. They are really. Pretty, also, aren't they? they also
1: work as decorations. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I feel like frugality and minimalism are you can't have one without the other. I mean, you just you have to be kind of frugal, and by mm-hmm. frugal I mean like sparing of things. So
0: yeah, it also doesn't mean to be like chintzy or cheap. No, like, you
1: don't have to be cheap. It's just mm-mm. using what you using your resources, using as little mm-hmm. as you can. You know. Being a minimalist,
0: really. I think so. I feel like it's it's honed me in on that. And I, I think it's a good thing. I think it's been good for our family and our budget and all of that. But also, it it makes me aware of our resources and, like, how else can I use that? <laughs> and what what do I need to purchase in order to make it last for all the things that I want to use it for?
1: Well, I remember going to the store and buying vanilla extract for you. And, like, it was a small bottle and it was crazy expensive. Yeah. And... We don't do that anymore. Nope. You make it.
0: That's right. For about $9, I can buy a massive bottle of vodka and (laughs) I get vanilla beans for about a dollar each. So each. And I put a few in each of my little bottles, which I can reuse over and over again. So that's not an extra added cost or anything like that. So four beans and a little bit of vodka. It's like six bucks for a huge bottle of vodka. It's pretty great <laughs> <Isn't that laughs> vodka well. uh, extract. That's right. I actually have a YouTube video on that. I'm, this wasn't all to talk about that, but I do have a video on it if you want to check it out because it will save you so much money. It's amazing. So today I wanted to talk about resilience. It's just one of those things that's been coming up for me quite often, and it's something. It's a word I've been thinking about. If I were one of those people that uses a word as a goal for the year, I think that resilient would be one that would be a really great annual goal. I know a lot of people do that. We all experience challenges all the time. I have recently been experiencing challenges with my goals to YouTube and even to get a couple of podcast episodes out and things that our kids are going through. We've been talking about resilience a lot. It just keeps coming back to me and I was considering also some comments I've gotten recently about minimalism and hearing from some of you that you have family or friends that are really bugged that you're minimalist and I can see how that could be a frustration or a challenge or, you know, resistance and we need to be resilient to some of these things and so I wanted to talk about it today. So in my efforts to be a more content person, I have realized how valuable resilience is. And it's something I've been struggling <laughs> and trying to practice. I think that like I'm a tough person in a lot of ways, but I can especially let those instances where I need mental resilience, I, I can let things bother me for a really long time. And it's not healthy at all. It's not physically healthy. It's not mentally or emotionally healthy. And so that's, I guess, those are the areas where I'm really trying to work on resilience. One of the The areas that I wanted to talk about first is resilient in our physical possessions challenges. We can come up against a lot of different challenges and people who aren't on the same page as us with downsizing, ditching or decluttering. Even though Josiah and I are both minimalists, we, we have a lot of differences about how things should go or the timeline or things like that. And we could just throw in the towel and say, okay, well, we're done practicing minimalism. This isn't working. Or we can say, okay, This is a challenge. We'll overcome it and kind of just get over it and figure out a new plan. And I think that that's really, really important.
1: I think um, in order to be truly resilient, you'd have to have a bad memory. You have to let things go of others and of yourself. You know, you have to be able to get over things and, and not remember and hold grudges. That's why I often wonder, can you even teach resiliency to your children? Can you teach working through rigorous things to to your kids? I, I don't know. Maybe that's a different thing, but resiliency, I wonder if it's just part of your nature or not. Obviously, everybody can improve at something, but.
0: I think that's where, okay, so our kids have been going through some stuff with like, you know, neighborhood friends, the different things we are experiencing as a family and I think that our conversations and the way that we are helping them to deal with it, the advice we're giving them actually is helpful. I think it is helping them. I think it's teaching them how to deal with it. Because everyone has something that will eventually bother them. No one has a zero threshold. Like everyone has a point where they will be upset by something. I don't think where anyone is immune. I think it's actually taught to us. Sometimes it's taught in a negative way. (laughs) Like we're forced to be resilient because we're neglected or different things like that. Sometimes I think we have parents that are really positive and loving and teach us that it's going to be okay. Let's just keep on going, even though we've had this struggle.
1: Yes. I suppose a lot of it is just by example, what you watch um, others do or your parents do or leaders do, how they behave and how they react to things. Because and I think, what resiliency is, is, is just an act, how you behave in the face of failure or how you act in the face of negativity, um, bouncing back, I suppose. Um, and if you're surrounded by a culture of ignoring slights, overcoming differences, if you see the people around you or your parents um, overcome challenges and have success in the face of, of difficulties then I guess you are probably going to react the same. But if you see others around you and your leaders or your parents shrink and blame, then I suppose that you are probably going to react that way as well. Every slight becomes oppression. Every argument is to the death. And every negative reaction to something you're trying causes you to give up.
0: These are fantastic examples of exactly what I've been thinking and mulling over in my head. I think it's uh, one reason as our kids are getting older, they are or are hitting their teenage years. And I'm realizing some of my flaws in my areas where, like, for instance, the other day, someone did something to annoy me. And it was to the point where I was ruminating about it. I, I realized that after I had walked a mile with our dog, that I had been thinking about that the whole time and going over the situation over and over again, a mile, that's like 20 minutes of my life that I wasted on this person. And instead of just saying, you know, for my personal health, am I going to talk to that person? No. Is it worth talking to that person? No. Is it going to change anything if I talk to that person? No. Will it benefit anyone in any way if I keep on thinking about this? No, these are all really good questions that I asked myself and I finally realized I just wasted 20 minutes of my life and I allowed that person to annoy me for 20 more minutes of my (laughs) life. I needed to let it go and move on because if we don't recognize those things, then we're not going to move on. And I do not feel like a resilient person when I've walked a mile ruminating and cycling through those situations or negative thoughts. And it's something I don't want to do anymore. And I don't want to teach that to our kids. I want to teach our kids and be an example to them that, yeah, things happen. People say goofy things, but maybe they'll change. Maybe they'll change their mind. Maybe they won't behave like that anymore. Or, okay, you don't like what they did. You don't have to do that. You don't have to hate them because they did that, but we can move on with what we want to do and I Those are things I want to teach to our kids. As far as minimalism goes and not in necessarily the emotional sense, we can have those uh, setbacks when we're trying to declutter stuff. Maybe you have a day that falls apart. You find out that one of your kids needs to be picked up from school when you were planning on working on a certain area of your home. Or maybe your whole schedule changes and you no longer have that time to declutter that you were planning on using in order to do a huge overhaul of your space. These are times when yes, it's it's okay to be frustrated and to feel annoyed and things like that, but taking a moment to consider like how can I overcome this even though it's not the same anymore, I'm not on the same schedule, I don't have the same time I had before, like what can you do to move forward? If you have someone that is being negative about <laughs> your lifestyle choices, like how can you keep on moving forward with minimalism in spite of those things and mm. in a positive way?
1: That's what a resilient person does. They move forward. That's good. I like that. Resilient people never throw in the towel. They never throw it on the gauntlet. They never say, Well, screw this You know, they may have a moment, but they move forward. They do. And and nothing is ever too difficult to to overcome they'll f- they'll find a way.
0: Another area that I want to talk about is within our relationships where maybe we're trying to implement some of those emotional minimalistic practices. I know it can be very challenging when, you know, disagreements come up in a relationship where maybe you're still trying to practice minimalism or work on resilience or meditative Types of dealing with things. Maybe you've been through counseling because minimalism has led you in that way or in that path and you want to practice those things. I, I recently had a counselor that told me, you know, the first time you practice implementing something and communication with, with, within a relationship, it's not going to go perfectly. And I thought that was so wise of her to say that because I have had so many times where I thought, well, my counselor told me what to do and it didn't work out perfectly. Like, why didn't it go perfectly? She told me how I should deal with this. But of course it takes practice. It It's... Obviously, one of those things that we have to continue to work on <laughs> every time is not going to be perfect, but we don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater within our relationships. Whether your friends don't like your simple living practices or whether you have differing views, we need to be resilient within our relationships. Otherwise, you know, you'll end up being a hermit because there is, There are no two people that agree perfectly on every single thing. It's amazing how different we all are and our life experiences make us different. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. How can you be resilient in those relationships that are generally very good and healthy for us? Our, our son had a bad day the other day. There were a lot of things that kind of led into this, but I tried to be sympathetic about the things that were going wrong. And I, I think it did a good job. I think you did a good job with that too, Josiah. But the thing that started it all was that he missed out on something and I broke the whole thing down for him. And I finally said, is it worth a few dollars to have a whole day of your life ruined? And he just kind of looked at me he's like, no, and made this face like, Ugh, I can't believe I just did that. And I kind of feel like that could apply to our relationships sometimes. Is it really worth it to ruin a generally good relationship over one simple thing that you can't, that you don't agree on. And maybe makes you uncomfortable that you don't agree on it. Or maybe you have to struggle through teaching your friends how you are going to hang out with them in spite of your minimalistic and simple living practices. There will be some discomfort in that. There will be some resistance, but how can we be resilient in spite of those things and still keep those people in our lives? Because they will change. They'll adapt to you. And if it's a good relationship, they'll work with it and they'll work with you and you'll still have them in your life enriching you and you will probably change in order to meet their needs as well. It's all about compromise at that point, but if you're not resilient, you're going to just miss out and it'd be tragic to lose all of your friendships because you can't be resilient with them. I'm going to throw the disclaimer out there that obviously some relationships are horrible and we should run away from them as fast as we possibly can, but I think that many of our relationships have the potential to be lovingly worked through, even if we disagree or whatever. And we can kind of manage our way through kindly telling people how often we're going to hang out or just accept the invitations that you want to accept within your life. Or, you know, if you have a parent or something like that, that's bringing bags and bags full of things to your kids all the time, I think there are always really diplomatic ways of dealing with things or. Maybe you have to be stern sometimes, but then be super loving afterward. My minimalist challenge today is to ask yourself some of those tough questions about where you could be a little bit more of a resilient person, or maybe the next time you find yourself ruminating on a on a topic or a negative situation, how can you pull yourself out of that so that you can move forward and live a more full life? I feel so much more content, and also, oddly, I feel like I can give others more grace When I am being a resilient person and it allows me to give myself more grace.
1: (laughs) I just realized I I think being around high school students constantly has really aided me in this personally. That
0: makes a lot of sense.
1: Because it's nothing but, I don't want to say nothing but negativity, but there's a lot of negativity. (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, slights and insults and negativity And you just got to learn to be like, okay, and just get past it. And I remember my first couple of years being upset and angry and even holding grudges and even caring, you know, what people thought about what I was Mm. doing and stuff. That's gone now. It's completely gone. I don't care what they think. (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to do.
0: And that's amazing. Amazing. I think kids are amazing. They're so much fun. No, they're fun to be around. Yeah. I would be terrible at that. I'd be like, "Oh, I can't believe they said that to me." Yeah, <laughs> but some people are. It's amazing. Are, and
1: you see those people yeah. on YouTube or on viral videos, the teachers that <laughs> Yeah. that lose it, you know. Yeah.
0: Oh, I just saw one of those the other day. I was like, "Oh my gosh, like how did you let yourself go in that situation?" Well, it, it
1: builds it builds it and builds, and builds build. to a point.
0: So again, my friends, resilience, let's work on it. <laughs> we need it. But that's, that's very interesting. And I, you know what? Just to go off that for one quick second, I think that that's where we can either run away from our opportunities to build up some resilience or we could, can take those opportunities. And I, I've been trying to take some of those opportunities lately just to let something go, let us let go whatever and and move forward i guess i could come and hang out with you one day and learn how to build up resilience real fast (laughs) you just
1: have to have nothing to prove to anyone that's all Mm. there is to it and that helps you embrace who you are and you bounce back from anything because you have nothing to prove you have no shame really remember that episode in community where that that guy was like it was like this girl's ex-boyfriend he was completely a magnet for everyone around him they're like i don't get it why is he such a magnet like why is he so interesting it's because he had he had some sort of injury that that injured a part of his brain that he felt shame and he didn't have anything to prove to any person and so he just lived with the swagger that was (laughs) that's right i remember that. nope and he did he had no embarrassment or shame and that doesn't I mean, obviously, shame can be good in some ways, but like if we just didn't care so much about what everyone else around us said or their opinions were, it wouldn't hurt. And I, I feel that way a lot with my students. You know, they, they know we live in a motorhome. Everybody knows. And people, a lot of kids assume it's because we're poor.
0: <laughs> Not a choice. <laughs> yeah. They were like,
1: oh, like, and they make, they'll tease me about it and say things about it. It's so weird. I don't have anything to prove to them. It does not matter to me. Yeah. (laughs) Fine. Whatever.
0: I'm glad you spoke about that. It's really good. Nothing to prove. Move on. Move on with your life because honestly, those people that are doing that kind of stuff, it's they're going to forget about it. We only keep it alive by continuing to think about it and acting because of those things, right? Right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, it is all about the experiences, not the stuff, and we'll see you next time.